Hey everyone, we're Silver Pilled Podcast. I'm Harrison. And I'm Lowell. And if you want to share an experience with anything paranormal or unexplained, shoot us an email at silverpilled at gmail.com. And if you want to follow us on social media, check us out at Instagram at Silver Pilled Podcast. silver pilled everyone a whole new week a whole nother dose we are thankful that everyone is joining us again we are thrilled to be back we are thrilled to be sharing more information laughs and just overall um what what would you say like a like a family atmosphere right right yeah. entertainment entertaining yeah. and laughing and some serious stuff but we're like the two crazy brothers that like the party has to shush all the time. Right. That sit, stand in the corner and talk to each other. Yeah. And now you guys get to eavesdrop. So <laughs> aren't you special? Right. Two people nobody else wants to talk to. Well, that's okay. They don't have to talk to us, I guess. I mean, we'd like right. when they talk to us. Right. At least they can hear us. That's what exactly. <laughs> Glad they can't see us. Well, yeah. That's why why we don't do uh youtube (laughs) yet yet oh well we hope everyone's doing good hope that um everyone's enjoying the warm weather if you have warm weather where you live and that you're um just feeling overall blessings this time of the year it's kind of a nice time of the year is the summer get to be outside till later at night returning to those old guys that just talk about weather Right, sit on the back porch and watch the watch the sunset and complain about the weather and how fast people drive, <laughs> yeah. and how the sh- kids need to get off your front lawn. Yep, yep, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, if um you like what you hear at Silver Pilled, we appreciate you sharing us and giving us good ratings and reviews wherever you listen to us. We appreciate those that have been doing so. And recently we set up a Venmo. I will put the link to that in the description. If anyone is feeling inclined to buy us a a coffee or a beer or fund our trip to Alaska to catch the elusive otter man, you can drop some spare change in our Venmo. Um, Everything will be used for the show and it will be greatly appreciated, but please do not feel obligated to do so. Yeah. Donate if you want. If not, that's fine too. Um, 
if someone wants to throw in a few million dollars, we can both quit our jobs and crank yeah. out two to three episodes a week for everybody. So honestly, I feel like everyone should be obligated to do that. So pressure's <laughs> on. Right. Couple couple million. That's all we're asking yeah. for. Come on, that's not that big of a deal. This uh-huh. is where we go into like those crazy pyramid schemes. <laughs> right. Well, we could start like a GoFundMe to capture Otter Man or something like that and see. <sighs> let's 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 see how the Venmo works. I mean, we'll, <laughs> then, then we'll determine if GoFundMe is even worth it. <laughs> I doubt it. I don't think two goofballs could <laughs> convince Probably. enough people that to take them serious that they could go actually. Well, find unless evidence. people consider us bait, then <laughs> that's yeah. That that would be it. I'm kind of holding on to that hope and dream. So we will set up plenty of cameras. So even if we are bait, at least you'll get to see yeah, every million dollar donor will get a live stream. <laughs> there you go. So that's getting eaten by Otter Man or finding absolutely nothing and proving that we are just a bunch of goofballs <laughs> and that you probably shouldn't have donated a million dollars to us. Oh, anyways. Anyways. Yep. Keep sharing the show, everybody. Keep sending in your experiences we love to hear any wild crazy weird paranormal i'm running shocking. out of adjectives yeah shocking yeah. experiences let us know um email or email at silverpilled at gmail.com and instagram is silverpilled pod yep that's it you okay and if you don't want it shared, we will we'll leave your name out of everyone. Um, but if you don't want your experience shared, whether just us talking about it on the show, let us know. Please let us know. Please include that in, in the email. Let us know first thing. You don't want it shared because we like to get the information out. And yep. we think if everybody can hear everybody else's experiences, we can start to maybe form a, a little bit closer to the truth right yeah yeah at least form a pattern of what's going on and we've heard it how many times have we heard it on other podcasters where they say oh i only had one story of it and i mentioned it and all of a sudden 20 people have contacted me and said hey i had that happen yeah, that's a good point so you may not be alone and if you're not if you want to know or if you want us to shout out and see if other people have had the same experiences send us in your stuff all that being said shall we then Lowell? shall we dive into this one this is a pretty interesting one that i came up with yeah i know you've been uh you've been pretty excited about this one i've been working on this one for weeks oh, man and this is sick to work and yeah well <laughs> <shh>. <laughs> haven't, haven't left the basement to shower even just wow. studying and that had nothing to do with the podcast. <laughs> so that's just normal. <laughs> no, this one has a. This could might even go to a part two. We'll see. I'm not sure. Um, see what we can get through tonight because this goes a lot. Of, this could go a lot of different ways, especially in what we see in society today. I think. Okay. And we've talked about it a lot. You and I have alluded to to this idea a lot, but I, but. In my research, I think I might have started, you know, crossing some lines here. So dotting some I's, so to speak. So it's most it's all about blood sacrifices. Okay. Historically, uh, biblically, even cross-culturally. We you and I have often, often talked about like the supernatural 
seemingly supernatural power in blood in human blood in blood yes. in general right i mean we've right. we've discussed that before with um cain and abel how yeah, yeah. how the bible mentions twice that you know like the the blood of um abel cried out to god with, with vengeance that god could hear and just it just seems like in all this supernatural aspects like there's always some sort of a blood component like a dna type component and i know this kind of goes to like the whole watchers you know nephilim yeah. gene splicing stuff but this is a little bit different than that so what got me thinking about this was when i was reading the old testament and i came across uh like early on the sacrifices that were being made to yahweh god by the israelites okay um aaron was like the first high priest considered in the bible making blood sacrifices okay um there's speculation that like the first blood sacrifice was in the garden of eden when god killed the animals to make yeah. the fur i mean i don't think god i i don't know that's an arguable thing right right it's at least a i think it's close enough because it was to cover up their 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 nakedness sure right the animals died to cover up their sins which is what blood sacrifice was right when the israelites offered it up to yahweh it was for the atonement of sins but the more i looked into it there were some weird things that started to pop out to me specifically with the tabernacle when the priests would enter the tabernacle you know they would god had orders to build these these what they were called well the word tabernacle in hebrew is meeting place okay so this was like a holy area that god would enter on the day of atonement when the high priest would you know once a year on the day of atonement go in there with a blood sacrifice for the sins of the israelites right isn't that where the ark of the covenant mm -hmm. was inside the tabernacle mm -hmm. and they had like huge curtains or something right right covering it up because you you couldn't go into because the glory of god would fill the whole tabernacle right yeah they were protecting the humans yeah. from the glory of god so it was interesting to me that god would enter the tabernacle that tabernacle meant meeting place and so i just kind of i went on this weird study of like of the of the sacrifices made to god and so the two things that the priests would offer as sacrifice at the tabernacle were blood and incense. And usually it was like a, a bull or a, a goat or a ram that they would kill a young, unblemished, you know, pure mm -hmm. that they would use for the blood. But the incense was burned and it says that it was it created an a, a soothe or a, a good smelling aroma to God, a pleasing aroma to mm -hmm. God. So that tells me that God was literally in this meeting place, being able to smell the aroma, right? Right. So interestingly, before the priest would enter this tabernacle and go past these huge curtains, they would have people tie a bell and a rope around their waist before they entered with a bowl of blood, because when God entered they were worried that the priest would die. So if they didn't hear the bell moving on the other side, they'd drag the body out, right? That's right. how powerful God was. But I thought, what an interesting thing that God entered this tabernacle. It was almost like the the sacrifice itself was 
like thinning an area right i see in order for god to enter and i was able to find a reference to that in leviticus where again we're talking about aaron who was like considered the first high priest and at this point in leviticus moses is teaching aaron how to make sacrifices to god so i'm not going to read all of it but it's leviticus 9 chapter 9 and i'm just going to pick out a couple of verses here as moses is telling aaron what to do he's he's explaining the whole sacrifice thing you know do this do this do this this is why you're doing it but then he says to aaron the lord has ordered you to do this so that he may appear to you i thought well that's an interesting play on word that's an interesting way to write it that he may appear to you so then it just got me thinking that there this looks like this idea of blood is almost like a thinning of areas so far in my mind this is my conjecture okay right i'm just telling you how i my wheels started turning with all this what led me to all this research okay so then i started looking at all these old testament thing like old testament sacrifices which it was always blood and even in relation to like pagan religions it was always blood to their gods other oh, other cultures did it too in the old testament it wasn't just the israelites to yahweh right. all the all the little g god worshipers were doing it right. right these blood sacrifices on altars and it was a lot of it was human blood too right exactly like little, we were the little only, g gods yeah the israelites yeah. were the only ones only using animals yeah it seemed like all these pagan cultures egyptians canaanites you name it it was human sacrifice but if we look at how it was done it's really interesting in every example i could find and when it came to a blood sacrifice we i could see not only the killing of like the act of killing spilling of the blood as the sacrifice but the act of burning the sacrifice okay there was a lot of burnt sacrifices now we saw the israelites would do it with the kidneys or the and the fat and mm-hmm. you know the intestines and all this stuff of the bowl okay? okay or incense the that would let an aroma out pleasing to god but the pagans would burn humans right. as sacrifice okay and they would they, i mean they would do other things like chickens and stuff but a big proponent with these little gods was human sacrifice so the more i looked into that this idea of burned sacrifices burnt sacrifices in general it's in hebrew the word ola means to ascend okay and that's the same word used for burnt sacrifice so if we if we take that into consideration and we look at all the other cultures that would do blood sacrifices they all too believed that their burnt blood sacrifices were for celestial sky god entities does that make sense so burning to ascend right the hebrew word to ascend or the smoke being a good aroma Mm -hmm. when when these cultures would burn these humans and in some cases babies i know this might be a little dark it was a sacrifice to the sky entities okay sky gods whatever you know you could see it with um ishtar they would do it but fact of the matter is culturally burning was for the sky gods okay okay and then with that 
the burying of the sacrifice was meant for the gods of the underworld or the dead. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. So in these okay. cultures, burning the sacrifice, this this blood sacrifice mm -hmm. was to the sky. Burying this sacrifice meant it went to the dead, to the underworld, but it was considered a sacrifice nonetheless. So we can see it historically with the Canaanites and their child sacrifice through fire to yeah. Moloch. The mm -hmm. Babylonians performed child sacrifice to the god Ishtar. Okay. Um, even the Aztecs performed human sacrifice, and they would do that on top of those big temples right. to the sun god. Right. Well, the other thing I was thinking, and I can't remember if it was the Mayans or the Aztecs, they would sacrifice, but they wouldn't burn them. They'd dribble the blood down. They'd catch the blood oh, interesting. and dribble it down. And I know the Mayans had those holes in the jungle they have those giant water holes i forget what they're called now and they believe that those holes lead down to another realm so that's actually going down into the earth so if they're not burning their sacrifices but letting the blood run into the ground into the earth right. which is still now in a sense a sacrifice to the underworld right this is kind of conjecture but everybody talks about the the watchers being chained Oh, under I didn't think about that. Are they giving sacrifice to those? Mm, interesting thought. To those entities. Well, they're doing it to are, something, right? Right. I mean, were they were they able to communicate with those entities through these sacrifices? Yeah. So that's kind of where I went with this idea because I found a ton of other similarities in regards to this. So the disposal of the body was just as important as the sacrifice itself to these cultures, right? We can see okay. that through the spilling, like you said, the dripping of the blood down mm -hmm. or the burning of it. Um, right. Even the Israelites, like I said, they would burn the the insides yeah. of the cow. And then it says they would take the rest of the cow away from the, from the altar, from the tabernacle, like the skin and mm -hmm. body and then they would burn it separately away from camp. So only the insides were so burned as a sacrifice to God. Take, take a cow, take out all the blood in the insides, and get rid of the body. What does that sound like? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cattle mutilation. Right? Exactly. So this is that's why my mind, there's a lot to this. I'm going to try to make it as simple as possible, but it's there's okay. a lot. So bear with me, everyone. Okay. <laughs> but that's exactly the way my mind was going, right? I thought, well, man, this... This is all starting to sound a little familiar. Well, just wait. So back to the whole idea of the disposal of this of this sacrifice meaning some being just as important as the sacrifice itself, like the offering uh to the up to the sky gods or down to the mm -hmm. underworld. Okay. We can see that time and time again. Remember in our dogman episode when I talked about the correlation between the Egyptians and the Native Americans. And how they would bury these yeah. bodies with like stuff in the mouths in yeah. order to go to the underworld. Now, obviously, these bodies weren't burned. The Vikings yeah. would burn their dead, the warriors to go up to Valhalla, the warriors' yeah. death. So you can see this kind of stuff culturally. Now, the Greeks and Greek culture used mounds and stones called omphalos o-m-p-h-a-l-o-s upon those stones and those mounds 
they would make the sacrifices to the dead. And then they buried the sacrifice to the underworld, and they called that Chthonic, uh, C-H-T-H-O-N-I-C. So even the Greeks were doing this, okay, yeah. culturally. Okay. Now, with all this information, I was thinking, like I said, it's so weird that I'm seeing similarities in all of this culturally. Mm -hmm. We know that there are also cultures more recent that believed blood sacrifices opened veils, like right. open portals. If you look at Crowley, okay, yeah. Crowley performed a lot of blood sacrifice magic, and he was able to conjure up an entity that almost looked like a gray alien. And he believed that the Native Americans knew where thin areas in all the United States were. But I think, and then he would pursue those thin areas, okay? Okay. But it made me wonder, was it that they knew the thin areas existed there? Or did they open them via blood sacrifice? I'm trying to think. I'm not sure how many the Native Americans practiced. Well, I know the ones in Pennsylvania did. Th yeah, they did. I was trying to think, like, because my mind goes to, like, skinwalker skinwalker ranch in the uena basin mm -hmm. i'm trying to think it was the utes and the navajo down there but we don't know who were who was there before and, that or with them let's and say. even so it, i'm not trying to throw like all native americans into one category right right there were practicing witch doctors shaman mm -hmm. and even the native americans feared now right not, so maybe they did because we yeah. know that in order to become a skinwalker, one of the rituals you have to do is kill your yeah. sibling, which right. sounds an awful lot like Cain and Abel. So it's just kind of odd that the spilling of blood almost gives supernatural powers, too. Right. Well, I was thinking of the um, the Anasazi, the ones who just disappeared. Which ones were the those? Shoot, I hope it's the Anasazi, but there was uh there was a Native American tribe in the desert southwest that just up and disappeared. Um, they would find Pueblos with like food and stuff still there. Um, so they would find Pueblos of like food and stuff still still in them. And even I think it was it may not have been the Anasazi now, but there was a there was a there was a tribe that pretty much disappeared. And even then those those Pueblos, there was a round room with a hole in the floor that was their gateway. That's how they came into this world. Oh, weird. Through a hole in the floor, and that was their portal or their their opening into this world. Interesting. So, See? So I mean, I'd never heard that either. Right. Right. So they're not saying they didn't commit blood sacrifice, but was there tribes or was there nephilim there as well who sure. taught these tribes this as well or who did it, did it themselves because mm -hmm. we do know there's a lot of giants well there's giants found all over this right we've talked about that right. quite a bit I mean, it seems like this you know conjecture is that this was that blood sacrifice and ritual magic were some of the like the things handed down right by the right. watchers to mankind and again that's like extra biblical book of enoch stuff yeah you know i don't see why i don't have an issue with it whatsoever all i'm saying is culturally from israelite all the way around everyone was performing blood sacrifices yeah, it's like the entire everybody in the world yeah was, exactly yes, yes yes and even like i said more recently so it also got me thinking about like cern we've talked about that how many times 
with this ritualistic killing that alleged fake that they did and you know in their own words they're attempting to open a portal right and we know that they built that on an ancient greek temple or tabernacle to the god of the underworld apollos right so you know tell me that there's not coincidence with that but if we look at the other big hadron collider that's similar to stern cern in america at oak ridge tennessee we find that in the 30s a large native american burial site with mounds was excavated on the site besides bodies that were found they discovered large a huge large stone circle 16 plus feet in diameter one foot tall it was almost like an altar and then eight years later the government comes in and starts building up a hydrogen collider so it's like these areas are still thin from from sacrifices sacrifices right and think about mounds i mean i just gave you an example that greeks have their own specific word for altars or mounds that they would sacrifice mm-hmm. to the underworld think about the connection to dogman and mounds right. native american mounds it's yeah. it's like culturally now we're starting to see altars sacrificial altars doing the same thing i mean look at land between the lakes that's huge yeah. a huge area for dogman allegedly mm-hmm. that place is filled with burial mounds is it connected i don't know could I be i don't know i don't know i know let's say the ohio river valley is like huge paranormal hotspot and there is mounds that run all up and down that and look at the the michigan triangle we talked about that and there's mounds all over there but so. it it got me thinking is it the mounds or is it just the blood because look at gettysburg well that's true or look at any haunted area most of the time there's huge amounts of trauma there and bloodshed maybe not specifically sacrificial but there's still bloodshed murder houses have higher levels of paranormal activity prisons you know what i mean right yeah that's interesting so people tend to think they're spirits of the dead ones who were there when maybe it's just Thin the veil enough that something else can poke its head in. Maybe. Or or somehow something, I think what I'm getting at is this blood shed is thinning areas. Yeah. And I think historically mankind learned, either learned about it or knew about it. I mean, obviously that's how the Israelites worshipped Yahweh Mm -hmm. and cleaned up their sin, right? Right. For the year. But cultures were doing it. It wasn't for their sins. Right. They were offering up sacrifices to these other gods. I just thought it was weird that they had specific sacrifices to air gods and to underworld gods. So I'll do better than that. In 1942, Hitler, who is heavily involved in the occult, knew, you know, like black magic, Crowley, started the Holocaust in the year 1942. Holocaust in Greek is sacrifice by fire. Two years later, we start getting reports of Foo Fighters. Those were the first ever reports, 1944. Okay, so I'm not saying much. You know, you can kind of read. I don't want to say, you know, because that's kind of a touchy subject. But the Greeks were doing blood sacrifices. And the Greek word for sacrifice by fire is Holocaust. Holocaust. And Hitler, who was heavily into Mm -hmm. black magic and sacrifice, 
if we're going off of burnt sacrifices to celestial beings here right and then two years later all of a sudden it seems like the nazis have strange technology that can outfly any of our craft at the time that wouldn't show up on radar that outmaneuvered them which that sounded familiar right <laughs> these yeah. objects that outmaneuver us yeah and don't show up on radar but i'll get to that and then i was like well what about roswell well what happened two years before the roswell crash the atomic bomb dropped now i'm not oh. saying that these are direct correlations these are just strange coincidences that i found as i'm going down this kind of rabbit hole mm -hmm. right okay but it's almost like every time there's mass amounts of trauma and bloodshed especially in the form of burning mm. ufos tend to show up so like i said those world war ii foo fighters reminded me a lot of what we've been hearing talk of by our own pentagon recently right right let's say i'm right about all of this okay let's just pretend that i'm right and and i don't sound like a crazy person <laughs> If blood sacrifices or burnt sacrifices, burnt offerings are opening up portals or thinning areas for air entities, in December of last year, 250,000 chickens were burned in a mysterious, unexplainable barn fire. One month later, our government confirms UFOs. Hmm. So that was January. They confirmed it, right? Right. Okay. That same month, 100,000 chickens burned in another mysterious barn fire that was unexplainable a month after that in february our government shot down three ufos um, in february there were huge amounts of barn fires that killed thousands of cattle and chickens and then in march the pentagon talked about the ufo mothership over the earth wow there were a lot more happenings in march but more were notable in april when that farm fire in Texas happened that killed tens of thousands of cows. And later that month, the government released pictures of that strange like orb UFO in Afghanistan. So the whole conspiracy theory was they're thinning our food supply. They're trying to right. control the food with these mysterious, unexplainable barn fires. I speculate that these are mass sacrifices to open no. up to thin areas in the right. sky for wow. UFOs. Now, I know it sounds crazy, and I'm probably 100% wrong, but it's fun to think about, and it gets your right. wheels turning. It is. It really it really is. I don't know. I, I struggled with the food supply narrative. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Well, it was the wow. easiest one, though, because barn fires don't just up and happen. I mean, I know they do from time to time, but to the point of killing like half a million or a quarter million, mm -hmm. you know, and it happened so much, it was weird. It yeah, wasn't it was just like... like one... Yeah, it was like one or two a month, right, and that was just fishy. Right. So the only thing people could think of was, well, they're trying to get control of the food supply. Yeah. I was like, man, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. This I kind just... of paints a different picture. Maybe they're trying to open up a, uh, the port a portal in, in the sky through a burned sacrifice to aerial entities. Because I was thinking kind of on that same thing with all the COVID deaths, all, all the deaths that may or may not have come from that. How many of them were incinerated? And then all of a sudden we start hearing about UFOs, right? And it's all, they're correlated. I'll give you that. I'll right. give you it's, it's a that. correlation. Now, I might yeah. sound like a real tinfoil hat wearer, and I'm okay with it because this is speculation. This right. was just the way my mind was working, and I thought it was kind of neat, right? Well, yeah. And wow. not, not 
neat haha but but interesting it's it's coincidental well at best yeah. we'll put it that way okay yeah i mean do we really think and i'm not saying it's the end of times but how do we really think like you know the devil's gonna start reigning on earth you know is it just gonna be like a all right god decided to let him off his leash or he finally got strong enough to break his leash how is he going to get from this dimension to ours is my question i can guarantee it's probably from man opening up areas i mean we see it in stranger things okay yeah now whether we're doing it intentionally or accidentally i don't know but something has to be done to thin an area we saw it happen with yahweh an area needed to be thinned yeah. in order for god to enter now, was it the blood that thinned the area? Well, it sounded like that when Moses was talking to Aaron. Yeah, exactly. Do you really think all these ancient cultures were killing their children, killing children? I mean, they used to like pay the poor families for their children just to burn them. This wasn't just to to burn them to something that they had never seen before. You know what I mean? Even the Israelites right. had seen Yahweh. These they were burning them to something that they knew existed yeah now why yeah. were they doing it? it wasn't like i said it wasn't for their sins it's almost like they were doing it in order to bring this entity closer to them they must have like been able to gain knowledge because we also hear a lot of the the sacrifices for like a good harvest or mm -hmm. um for rain or for sun or for whatever it's almost as if they thought these entities could control everything right and right they look at fatima when they talk about two suns in the sky yeah and rain and things not getting wet i mean i mean we were given dominion over earth as man right mm -hmm. but we kind of messed that up a little bit i would say at yeah. the fall but if we could do that and at some point i mean we see jacob and esau like the selling of the birthright you mm -hmm. know are we able to sell this right that we have to to tend to the land that God created for us to we'll just call them extra dimensional beings. I think so. Right. And then but then how do they get back and forth if they're banished? Mm -hmm. Well, it almost seems like we need to create a portal to do it. Yeah. I mean, we see Nimrod trying attempting mm -hmm. to open a portal to God, and it got bad enough to where God had to intervene. But it's almost like like a dice roll when they open these portals. They don't know what they're going, what's on the other side, and that is what I'm talking about with Revelation. Like, do so, we really think that like Satan's just going to one day be strong enough to get here? I think yeah. I I want to say like if if and when the end happens, it's probably going to be when we have opened up enough of a space for him to get through. That right now there's this barrier. He's probably mm -hmm. strong enough to come right now. There's no real, I don't know if there's a chain on him that God's, you know, letting him tug on. Right. To me, it almost seems like it just, it, we need to get it thin enough in order, or he needs it thin enough or big enough to get right. through in order for him to be able to be here, which kind of brings me to back to the whole CERN stuff to like, look at Parsons. Mm -hmm. He was trying to do this weird stuff to bring on the Antichrist through right. ritualistic magic and whatnot. And even like the Church of Satan, mm -hmm. they just came out not too long ago saying that every that they will offer abortions, but they will offer them as blood sacrifices. 
Right. Now, are they, are we intentionally doing it? I don't know. But what I'm saying is there's a lot of talk about blood sacrifice in the last hundred years around here. And we're really starting to see an uptick in weird behavior between UFOs and even cryptids. And they're all seemingly coming from areas of high blood spillage, I'll just say. Right, right. Well, I think it was Vince who even talked about blood in the earth, did mm-hmm. he not? Mm-hmm. These were areas of the, the enemy's stronghold almost, or even at least high strangeness. These areas where blood was spilled for, for that intended purpose. So you had mentioned something about quantum entanglement and just, and I know we don't really have like a, a reference to it but the idea that after an organ or our, even our blood is separate separated from our body that it reacts to the pain that the body feels i have heard this before and i don't know where and i'm sorry if someone would be so awesome enough that they know an article or something they could post this to us and we'll get it out i have heard somewhere that even in like when people donate organs when they're still alive but they get their organs removed and that organ is in transport or whatever that when the person who donated it when their body maybe comes under duress for whatever reason and their organs start to 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 produce chemicals for the fight or flight that that organ will that's already outside the body will instantly start doing that even though it could be 20, 50 miles away, it will start instantly. Like there's no faster than the speed of light communication between the body and that organ. If that's true, proves this theory, right? That the blood outside of the body can still hold some sort of, some sort of, well, the Bible says vengeance, like the blood cried out for vengeance, says it in Hebrews. And then you have the talk about like missing 411. Oh, I mean, we yeah. talked about how strange, how it strangely resembled that, you know, Aaron's um, cow sacrifice, bull sacrifice there strangely resembled cow mutilation. Right. You know, what, what's to say that missing 411 doesn't have something that people speculate it has to do with the blood of the people that go missing? Mm-hmm. You know, is it is it to use it specifically for sacrificial purposes? I mean, why would any celestial being pick up a cow surgically remove the organs and dump the body without the organs like the organs is probably the most worthless part for anything besides study i guess but even so what are you going to find out with a cow and why so many what you couldn't figure it out with the first 300 cows you know what i mean it's like like it's it's their class homework or something to yeah it just like we dissect frogs they dissect cows yeah come and get it from us right it makes no sense cow mutilations make no sense if these aliens were extraterrestrials here to study us maybe if there was a run of like 20 cows across the the world and then it stopped i could see that because it's like oh okay they figured out what they wanted to know but these mutilations happen almost they almost have to be noticed, right? So it's not like they take the cow, they remove the organs, then they take the cow way into the mountains and dump it. Yeah, or bury it so that no one finds right. it. It's like they purposely throw it out in front of the farmer or the rancher or whoever to to see it. So does mm-hmm. that does them doing that 
do they have to be acknowledged that it's happening in order to do something? Because know. we know God is a God of rules. Mm-hmm. So we know that there's rules that make up not only our plane of existence, but every other plane of existence too. And those rules cannot be broken, period. We may see them as being twisted, like physics and stuff like that, but that's those are human set up rules that these things are breaking, not God's rules, right? Sure. So God creates this stuff in, in order. So we have also, I'm kind of going off on a little bit of a rant here or a rabbit trail, but we have talked how many times about intention, right? How intention relates to stuff. So do these entities that take the organs out of these cows need to know need our intention focused on those that cow to give it some sort of power i don't know maybe something that just kind of i ran with it there i'm sorry it's kind of a rabbit trail no that's this is silver pill i don't care right (laughs) to make at least to make maybe to make an animal blood sacrifice means something it has to have intention behind Mm -hmm. it you know what i mean well, intention because, behind anything, right? Intention behind prayer. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not just going to go out and sacrifice a cow and be like, "Well, killed the cow, burned the organs. Right. That's it." You have to intend it to some to, for the sacrifice to go somewhere, right? Because if we talk about like forest, like naturally occurring forest fires mm-hmm. that kill animals, would that be a sacrifice? And I would argue no, because if humans weren't here at all and it was just the animals that God had created that would happen in a natural right. world with lightning strikes, forest fires happen, animals get killed. So I don't think that could be considered a sacrifice. So does there have to be, basically what I'm saying, does there have to be a human aspect to every one well, of these? Maybe. I mean, if right. we're the ones that are in, like given dominion over this area, mm-hmm. does our, our acknowledging of it give put the intention in it for it to make it work right. as, as the holders of the dominion? That's an interesting thought. If we're not doing the sacrifice and something else is, right? Right. We have to acknowledge it. We have to we have to make a point of it in order for it to work. Yeah. Interesting. That's probably why they never find the innards, too. I mean, you'd think if they're gonna dump the body carelessly back there, Mm because it's some weird science experiment, they're not just gonna keep the innards. You know, I don't know. Maybe they're eating them for dinner if they're just um, as weird aliens. I don't know. But I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. That I mean that's always the other side of things. But David Pilatus always brought up that these mutilations always seem to happen in it area and somewhere that is noticed. Mm-hmm. It's not like there's wild animals and there's half wild cattle everywhere. But these mutilations only seem to happen around an area where the farmer will notice. Sure. The well you never see it like hunters never report stumbling across a deer and elk or anything mm-hmm. like mutilated. that it's right. always always livestock but again mm-hmm. look at the bible what were the things sacrificed even crowley used chickens you know the mm-hmm. bible talks about chicken sacrifice cow sacrifice ram sacrifice mm-hmm. now in the pagan world it was human sacrifice but right. everything in all of this was like an act for god right for a god whether it was mm-hmm. our god the god or it was these little g gods now you can't tell me that they burned hundreds and hundreds of thousands of babies to cover their sins right like we right. see the israelites doing to cover their sins it obviously wasn't babies but they right. you know they weren't spilling blood to cover 
to cover their multitude of sins. They were doing it for a whole nother purpose. And I don't think it was just to worship some made up sky entity right. or worship the sun. Yeah. I honestly think that they were worshiping something that they had seen that this was, if not giving this entity power, mm-hmm. it was thinning the area enough for the entity to come down. Right. Or at least to communicate with them. Because Crowley did the same thing, right? Mm-hmm. And Hitler did the same thing. And Hitler did the same thing. So it's almost as if they use it as a uh, crystal ball. Yeah, almost. Right? Could be, yeah. No, oh, and there was that other guy, I forgot his name. Oh, like yeah. Like in the 1800s that yeah. was into ritual magic. He was actually the one that created the Baphomet, the goat okay. thing. But he, using ritualistic blood magic, conjured up that three foot tall entity that they yeah. that he named Yoda in the right. 1800s, right? Yeah, I'm looking at that now real quick. Give me a second here. Eliphas Levi. Eliphas? E-L-I-P-H-A-S. A-S. Levi. Was, again, right underneath that, 33 degree Mason. I mean, right? this ties into everything if you really want it to. Think about it... like the adrenochrome crap that we hear about and the right? weird stuff. Or I'm seeing articles. How weird is this? Ever since I've been doing this research, I'm seeing articles for this guy who's like, I'm staying young by injecting my bl- son's blood into me. And well, you hear it with celebrities all the time. Mm-hmm. Now, I oh, don't want to like go a... down that weird, like, freaky stuff with celebrities. We all know Hollywood's, like, just pretty much the bottom of a shoe, putting it nicely. Right. But you hear it all the time. Right. These people talking about blood. Well, wasn't there that big push with these internet tech giants about getting blood transfusions? They'd actually hire younger people to transfuse their blood into them, right? So these young, fit people would give them their blood, mm-hmm. and they get paid to eat healthy and be in shape, and then it's... and they swore up and down and made them feel younger. It's pretty weird, level. Now, pretty... is that possession? Is that opening up, thinning an area in your own body, allowing the whole you could become like gods? Is this where vampires come from? Wow, yeah, that was always, you know, was that the, the vampiric side of it? Was I mean, this why I, they yeah. could live forever? I could really push this theory into every aspect of the paranormal and make it work. You know, yeah. and that's the weird thing about it. Now, Bigfoot, I haven't quite figured out yet. But I mean, look at look at Mothman. He's always mm-hmm. around disaster. Lots yeah. of death. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why why are these cryptids always around areas of death? Besides Bigfoot, I, I don't have that one quite figured out. Well, I don't have any of it quite figured out. But well, yeah. yeah, I don't have it figured out either. But for, to make it work for this, right? Again, mm-hmm. this is all speculation. I'm just right. presenting to you the strange, dare I say, synchronicities I find with this blood sacrifice business in relation to what's going on today you know well, historically we see, we see bigfoot show up in areas of high strangeness anyway with ufos poltergeist women in white like he's just one of the playing deck of he's like the he's like the wild card in every deck of cards right like you know right. you're always gonna have a couple of them in a deck of cards i don't i don't know i just there's i think that there it really is power in the blood because if there wasn't then the burning of it the burying mm. of it the dripping of it wouldn't have been so important not only to pagan ritual but even to the israelites in the old testament to god himself it was important 
Well, even through communion, we talk about, you know, symbolically consuming the blood of Christ. Right. Yeah. Pretty interesting when you think about it that way, isn't it? It is. It really is. There is so much more to this world than I think anybody, at least in our field, I'm sure there are people out there who know, who know these dark practices, Mm -hmm. if you, you know... I wonder, uh, I guess you really, it would be really hard to try and look up and see because they, you know, there's not even acknowledgement of the Nephilim in, in the United States, right? Or anything like that. So you couldn't like pin down where they would be and turn yeah. into an area of high strangeness, right? right. Like, oh, but yeah, the, look, they had a stronghold right here at Skinwalker Ranch or, but again, right look at superstitions, look at the burial things. Like, there were some weird ritualistic burials. Mm-hmm. of these giants found over here right right and if we look well, yeah. at the research that i did here ritualistic burials was important for the underworld so is this because the nephilim can't go to heaven you know that that they real ritualistically went to sheol you know what i mean right yeah well they were supposedly they couldn't even go they were stuck here on right on that's Earth. that's the idea of demons right that they're right the, but it's just such a strange strange rabbit hole to go down with all of this i mean i don't know i don't know if i'm not fully convinced that our own government knows and they are ritualistically sacrificing thousands of thousands of farm animals to try to thin out an area it (laughs) just seems odd that the correlation between all of that and our own government talking about ufos for the first time in history acknowledging them well if you want this is kind of my opinion speculation on our government is that it's so compartmental, compartment and oh my gosh, I can't say that. Compartmentalized? Yes, thank you. And cl- it's just a giant cluster, mm-hmm. right? They don't know where money's going here. They don't know who's in charge over there. So there could be parts of the government who know about it or parts of the government who are paying private contractors to research and do this stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't think as a whole, there's, I don't think even the president Oh, no, and that's or not what I meant. I don't mean, it's, like, the Army's in on it, the Air Force is in on it, yeah. you know what it, or the the whole Pentagon. I mean, like, the rulers of the world, right? Oh, the, like we the all, Illuminati. We, yeah, the elites, okay. whoever they are. I don't even know if they're Illuminati. I mean, right. I'm not saying I don't believe in that, but I'm just saying the elites. Okay. Whoever okay. runs our government, right? Okay. That they're not pushing buttons to get this done. We see intent through ritualistic magic to literally bring on the antichrist several Mm -hmm. times historically so that tells me that there's got to be some people out there that know what they're doing to thin these areas with the intention of bringing on the armageddon it's not just going to be like one day god you know flips over those those little like paper calendars you know where you tear the page off he's like oh crap today's the day satan comes to earth oh i better get ready you know what i mean yeah it's it's going to be i i believe that we have to be the ones because we are the ones in dominion Mm -hmm. of the earth given by god we are the ones that have to open up the gates so to speak the doorway for him to come to make his reign yeah we will get to a point there's a point that we will get to that only god knows what that point is when mm-hmm. he comes back and just where like, there's okay. no going back yeah and what I'm better done. way than opening up a bunch of portals that we don't know how to close exactly so i did want to end this on a good note because some of that's pretty dark this right. is some other pretty cool stuff okay 
So okay. if you remember what I was telling you about the Greeks and how they had the burial mounds and the mm-hmm. burial sites for the underworld, specifically for the sacrifices to the underworld, I find it ironic that when Christ was crucified, the veil of the tabernacle, the meeting place, was mm-hmm. torn in two. That's where the blood sacrifice would thin the veil for God to enter, but he forever tore it in two by the ultimate blood sacrifice, but then he was buried in a stone tomb, a Greek stone tomb, in order to descend to Sheol. Oh. Because that's where the burial would go, was Mm -hmm. to the underworld. And obviously, you know, we know what he did. He defeated death and hell, but then he returned to earth from the grave and that's when all the graves were emptied and the dead walked the streets isn't that interesting once mm -hmm. you know all that right well you're so his blood sacrifice was so powerful that it actually ripped the veil down between us and god Mm -hmm. so that makes you think now we don't have to do that anymore all those ridiculous blood sacrifices mm-hmm. in order for us to communicate or to have an open relationship with god once a year right that was what right. made it so important but why do we still see blood sacrifice going on in the pagan culture it's because right. we were able we have the ultimate sacrifice that mm-hmm. took care of that right so right. that tells me that their blood sacrifices aren't for their sins this is so that they can communicate so you know they're what I'm saying? Doorways with the because they yeah. never got the ultimate sacrifice for you know their doorway mm-hmm. to their gods open permanently like we did. So pretty interesting stuff. It is interesting. It really is. Lots of stuff to think about. Mm-hmm. That's the kicker. <laughs> stuff uh, to roll around in your head to get silver pilled with. That was kind of a nightmare to get through. I'm not gonna lie. That was a lot of it. I thought by taking notes and stuff that would keep me on track, but there's so much to this. I probably skipped over stuff too. But think, I'm telling you what, now that we've talked about it and discussed it, every time we talk about it, that's going to be on the back of our mind. I'll bet you we'd be able, Mm -hmm. if we looked hard enough, we'd be like, oh, wow, well, that area, this traumatic thing happened, or that area was where this culture lived and they performed blood sacrifices. They actually found an altar there. You know what I mean? I'll bet Mm -hmm. you that this knowledge that blood sacrifices open up portals. And that's why you see CERN doing it. That's why it was so important at Oak Ridge for them to build mm-hmm. right there next to this huge mass burial site with this weird giant altar. Yeah. That's the Freel Farm for anyone that wants to look it up. I forgot to mention that. F-R-E-E-L. But just strange stuff, man. It's all well, about... The, we always say it's all connected. I'm telling you, it's all about the blood. I definitely agree with you. I just... Thinking about trying to, to ponder. No, I'm right, okay? I know, I'm spe- not arguing I'm, with you. I'm right, doggone it. <laughs> not oh. trying to argue at all. Just trying to think, to grasp it. Because it would be very, it, it's going to be something now on my research to look and mm-hmm. see. Especially if, if I'm looking at an area researching a spot on the map or something. And again, it's yeah. all speculation. I have like literally zero... <laughs> <laughs> facts to back this up besides like historical things and right. but that's the way every good conspiracy theory works is you right. connect ties that no one else has you know yeah now yeah. i'm not saying 100 percent. if you want to open up a portal go do ritualistic blood sacrifices you know what i mean yeah. what i'm saying is there are a lot of weird correlations and connections from the mm-hmm. from our bible to the world around us in history that involve this kind of stuff so yeah no i completely understand i'm 
probably get another low rating from some pagans out there that we offend right. with all this talk. Right? It's I okay. know. That's it's okay. all right. I'll take well, a low if rating. If you are, let us know if that's what your religion calls for. Yeah, any no, pagans, too. honestly. Any pagans. I'm, I mean this wholeheartedly. If yeah. we, I mean, we love all people, you know, to an extent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if we do have any like pagans practicing, you know, I don't, I don't know if witches practice this. I guess there's a black witch and a white witch. I don't really know don't. the politics of all that, but anyone that has e even studied this stuff, you mm -hmm. know, I don't really want to open up doors like that in my house with studying like weird occult books but if anyone knows anything about like ritualistic magic like that i'd love to love to hear about it if you have any information on it yeah yeah even if you ever just dabbled in it or heard about it or something mm -hmm. it's like harrison was saying there could be a lot of ties you could almost if this was a way to track weird spots high spots of high strangeness you could almost pick out points and give you another another checklist or something mm -hmm. when you're going in when we're going in to look at this stuff and investigate this stuff yeah. well, is there trauma is there bloodshed i don't mm -hmm. know is there sacrifice I, I just i think it's in the blood i really do i don't think it really had as much to do with the sacrifice as it did with the shedding of blood the releasing of the energy mm -hmm. well that's what i always talk well that's like what you're talking about with cern and stuff and they talk about the amount of energy released when these particles are broken apart is huge so when they when they smash when they collide the lead particles and these particles actually break apart the, the the nucleus of it is a huge amount of energy release the atoms oh really and the atoms are broken apart yeah well that's pretty much uh, what a sacrifice is though like you talked about intent and that just mm -hmm. occurred to me not to drag this on longer than it has to but like if it's this shedding of blood that thins an area, maybe it's the intent behind it. Like, because you have to put intent behind a sacrifice. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right. Otherwise, maybe that's just... what really, what does it, you know? Maybe like right. just the spilling of blood thins it, but, you know, the actual intent of the spilling of the blood is what opens it. Right. Otherwise, you'd have UFOs popping up every yeah, time. Exactly. Maybe. I don't know. You know? It's, just, it's, it's all speculation. I don't it know. is. Yeah. I just ordered a hundred unblemished goats, so I'm gonna put this <laughs> <Right>. to the test. <laughs> Amazon had them on Prime, so yeah. <laughs> that driver's gonna hate me. <laughs> I think they hate pretty much everybody. <laughs> oh, that's not very nice. We might have some Amazon drivers right. listening to us. I'm sorry if you're gonna be delivering to my house soon. <laughs> uh, we we usually get pretty nice Amazon drivers. Yeah, we do too. And they make my life so convenient. Right. It's the FedEx drivers when we order the bags of dog food through chili, chewy. Oh, yeah, they it. just chuck it through the window. Because <laughs> right. chewy will pack like 300 pounds into a single box. <laughs> so uh, anyway, enough yeah. about that. Hopefully I got some people's wheels turning. I'm sure we'll get some emails about how wrong I am on every aspect of this. That's okay. I could right. be 100% wrong on all of it, but at least I'm thinking outside the box a little bit. Exactly. That's what we have to do because thinking inside the box hasn't gotten us anywhere. Yeah. So there y'all go. There's my my tinfoil hat for the month because that was a <laughs> lot of research. <laughs> well, you don't have one ready for next week too? Well, that one's smaller though because 
you know, usually I, I wear the smaller one for when you do one. Oh, okay. Plus I'm out of tinfoil. The wife's getting mad again. <laughs> just have a stack of hats back in the corner. Why do you need a new one every show? She thinks I'm on drugs. It's just for hats. <laughs> oh, well, till next week, everyone. Reach out to us. Let us know what you think. Am I 100% off my rocker? Yeah. In this episode specifically, I know I'm yes. off. I, I know I'm crazy. I have to be more specific. Right. Or uh, do you have some insight? You know, can you confirm some of this stuff for us? Yeah. What are your thoughts, your opinions? Yeah, just let us know. Yeah. Definitely stay in touch and have a great week. Um, mm-hmm. Be good. Do good things for people. Yep. Yep. Like that. Like I said before, like that uh, radio station I heard. World's full of good people. And if you can't find one, be one. Exactly. Blessings, everyone. We love you all. All right. Next time.